All right. Well, welcome to Bite Me Podcast, episode 155. Um, Adam is uh, his dog sick, and so he is not with us today. Uh, and so I brought in someone I've talked a bunch about, but has never been on this podcast. He's been on Bite Me DLC before. Uh, my brother, Colby. What up, everyone? Yeah, he sounds unfortunately just like me, so... I'm sick, so I won't sound as much like you. That's what I was hoping, is that like you'd sound a little chestier, a little lower, maybe. Uh, of course, we also have our good friend Dylan. And Dylan's two cats. I'm here. Yeah, we're, uh, we're recording at home because Adam was still in his... Um, his recording studio so we're we're all at home there's a cat uh two cats at dylan's house um there's a three-year-old at colby's house (laughs) and uh i had a dog but i got rid of him out of this room so i should be all right um today we're going to talk about what we think is called um xo19 the big xbox conference i think that's how they call it otherwise what did you said was dylan uh hugs and kisses 19 yeah it could be that too whichever yeah um I like him hugs. best as um, whichever you prefer. Uh, Hershey's kisses, like kisses and hugs, are good. I like the ones that are mixed; those are good. Oh, I like the hugs. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. So it's yeah, hugs and hugs, hugs nineteen. Right. Yeah. Uh, Minecraft Earth is now available hugs. in beta for all of the United yeah. States. Uh, up until now, it was pretty much just available here in Seattle. So, ha. Um, you should not try and break the streaming record, um, which currently sits at 569 hours in one month, but someone's doing it anyway, and he's dumb. Um, Bethesda bought a studio in a really weird kind of way, but good for them. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order isn't coming early to EA Access. I had one theory. Colby has a competing theory, so we'll fight them and see who wins. Um, and the Xbox One is getting a shuffle button, which I think is cool and real strange all at the same time and then we have we have questions man we have questions this was actually supposed to be a uh, call-in show but um adam's not here and i'm sure not gonna try and figure out how to like put together 75 different people calling in was that your alexa (laughs) (laughs) and we're joined by jeff bezos (laughs) Oh, I think I have a Hey, Jeff. um, You suck. Anyway, uh, we also have questions from Vinny, Mr. Polite, John Tysinger, I believe is probably how you pronounce his last name, Joe Coleslaw, turned down for what? Kim Cruz, El Gordito Supreme, which sounds delicious. I would eat that if it wasn't Eddie, and Ben C. And uh, then we've got a couple (laughs) of cheap free games, and then... uh, (laughs) <laughs> as Dylan has renamed it Wally World and the Great Great Switcheroo Snafu, which is way better than when I just wrote Walmart. <laughs> anyway, we always start out with what we've been playing. Um, Colby and I have actually been playing some of the same games, so maybe you should go first, Dylan. Um, I sucked up some Luigi's ghosts. Mansion Three quite a bit. Um, I think I'll. I'll be able to finish it in a few days. Um, yeah, you can suck up. No. Suck with abs, your best friend. N- is, no. Uh, I did. Something. You brought this up last week. You <laughs> suck can go Gooigi? suck together. Or suck ghosts. I don't remember. Have you played it multiplayer? Uh, yes, Gooigi. You need to get um, you need to get your wife on that. Play I have multiplayer. not um, Suck together? Uh, yeah. She just likes yeah. watching, I guess. Yeah. That's how my wife watches me play video games, too, unfortunately. I guess. Um, But it's a lot of fun. I should finish it in the next two days, probably, playing at a reasonable pace. Um, Again, it's it's just a lot of fun. Um, I think I've said previously, 
that I enjoyed the game, so I don't know if I need to. Yeah. To Do you think it's worth sixty bucks? Repeating myself, um, but it has, yeah, um, it has some clever puzzles. Um, I think it does interesting, unique things rather than just walking around sucking up ghosts. So you might be in a raft <laughs> sucking up a ghost on a raft. Doesn't it take like, place in a hotel? Uh, so it it does. Yes, um, but. As a haunted hotel might have a forest on one floor, it does. Uh, it's not just a hotel, so the different floors might have different themes. Maybe like a startup tech company might. Uh, <laughs> uh, you go to a different floor, and it's so themed I, like I have Hawaii. two questions, and neither um, of them are about this video but... game. They're all about this hotel. Um, <laughs> I've first of all seen a not a lot because I think it's stupid. Um, like those ghost chaser kind of TV shows, and there has never been a forest in one of those yeah. places. And second of all, is it is it like a themed <laughs> romantic hotel? But those are uh, uh, a those are fake okay. ghost hunting shows. This is Luigi's Mansion. Um, we're hunting real ghosts this time. Um, so yeah, it's 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 it's. Magical. It's fantastic. So you'll go to a floor and there will be a tree growing and you'll wonder how they got all of this verticality in this floor. Um, I guess. Um, so yeah, you're not just, you're not just <laughs> roaming through the Marriott. Um, it's not quite like that. Um, how does there are some the similarities, I guess. Um, as it starts out, the, um, I did not play the first Luigi's Mansion. I played Dark Moon on the DS, and it's very similar other than this has more. Um, so the, the the catching of the ghosts is similar. I think there is more variety in ghosts. Um, the ghosts bring more weapons, like they might wear sunglasses, so they are immune to your stunning strobe light until you suck their glasses off so you can flash <laughs> them and then you can suck them again. Is um, this game rated um I don't for know everyone, how else or to is say it, it hard M. Yeah, I believe it is. It's, it's very it's very nice. <laughs> Other than the slight necrophilia Wait, what? Innuendos. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, there's, I thought you're you, I, I didn't, I didn't you realize you meant our necrophilia <laughs> innuendo. So I thought you meant the game had it. I'm like, this is this is taking a turn. No, okay. so it's it, like it that is just a innuendo. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, yeah. Colby, you've beaten. I think we decided what eight games this week. Yeah, yeah, and that's, that's just the ones I've beaten. I've played more, but you you know that's not normal, right? Um. It's like one of those on meth it is. Uh, uh, are you on meth? No. I'd probably no. have way more energy if I did, if I was. <laughs> all right. What, do you want to talk about all eight of them, or do you want to see it like... We're going to talk about the Outer Worlds at the end, because I've also played the Outer Worlds. Um, was Thomas was alone one of those eight, yep. too? Yep. Okay, I, I also beat that. I beat so. that. Yeah. It was, cool. I well, was tell, good. I really liked that one. Thomas went alone is really fun. It's unfortunately yeah. um, on Game Pass, but leaving, so... I think it's I only don't, 10 bucks though, isn't it? Probably. I mean, it's from like 2011, 2012. That's the, it was on, it came out on Xbox in 2014. Yeah. So it's, it's been out for a while. So you can probably pick it up pretty cheap, even if you don't. It's a, like, I played it originally on the tablet. IOS, I think if you yeah. have an Android tablet, it's actually free, uh, maybe with ads. So it's a, uh, 
if you haven't played it, I guess, or don't know what it is, it's a really clever puzzle, puzzle platformer, I guess. Yeah. You play Thomas, and Thomas is a red rectangle, and he makes friends with a bunch of other... Tetris um, blocks. Yeah, Tetris blocks. But but the story is is that, that you actually are not necessarily a block. You're actually... I mean, you are, but you're actually an AI that like escaped from a... Um, like a computer lab of some sort, and all the other blocks are also just other AIs that they accidentally spawned kind of into into existence. Um, there's actually some very funny jokes that are like really funny, mostly because they're so set in 2012. Uh, they he eventually Thomas ends up kind of like looking into the internet, and he he says something about that the, the cake's a lie, and that. There's a bunch of cats that can't talk, and I'm like, "What are cats that can't talk?" And then I realized that he's talking about the like Icon has cheeseburger cats, oh, yeah. which are not part of like the internet anymore. No, so, no. <laughs> but there was a time when that was like where you got your dank memes from, I think. So, um, but it's really fun. It's it, you essentially go through the entire level and try and figure out a way to get your puzzle, your little blocks from kind of like point A to point B. And sometimes there's a lot of things in the way uh, in, in the middle. And each of your blocks has different um, skills. Like um, Thomas is kind of an all around block, but there's like a big fat square that can float. And there's like a little purple square that can double jump. And there's um, like a smaller square that really doesn't do anything very well, but that's okay. <laughs> that, that was my square. Yeah, right. Um, there's a green square that only can that like doesn't a gravity doesn't affect it the right way, so it's only on the ceiling. Um, you know, it's it's just fun. It's clever. It's like I said, it's on Xbox Game Pass for at least a little bit, but you can pick it up almost anywhere cheap. So it what else did be, you play? It should be there till the end of the month, right? Or is that not how they pull them off anymore? I don't think so. I think they get pulled off weird, and I couldn't so. find any. The only reason I even really realized it was getting pulled off is uh, Mike Biffle, the guy who made the game, um, tweeted about it. He's like, this is actually probably – he said something along the lines of, this probably isn't the best move for the marketer in me, but if you want to play Thomas Was Alone for free, go play it now because it's getting pulled off Game Pass. So So I'll I'll just run through what I've beat and kind of give like a – one you know line kind of thing so perfect i also beat uh the new call of duty it is possibly the best looking game i've played it's a really pretty, pretty game and wow. it's it's call of duty it's good you know you shoot uh, some stuff shoot some stuff blow some stuff up there's night vision uh i beat westerado which is an incredibly fun game until you get to the last boss, and then I believe I said every swear word that you could string together. Um, it's like the last ten minutes of it are incredibly bad game design. And that's like a super pixely yeah, western, right? It's it's an adult swim game. Yeah, uh, it's like I said, it's only I think I played it for like five hours, maybe six hours. And it is really, really, really good until that last 10 minutes. Lame. Um, then I played Gone Home. Um, that one was good. You know, Terrific game. You can beat it in a minute. Um, yeah, yeah, you can. I, I did, could not get that achievement. I tried three or four times and just could not <laughs> do it. I even timed myself. I can do it in like a minute and two seconds. That's funny. Uh, then I played Seasons After Fall, which uh, I thought Westerado had bad game design on that last part until I played Seasons After Fall, and I'm like, 
I've never played a game that needed a map more. Right. Uh, and now Seasons After Fall is like a Metroidvania with a cute fox? It's kind of a Metroidvania. Um, yeah, it's just kind of like that. Yeah, I would say Metroidvania, but cute fox. Um, I yeah. thought it would have a cute bear. Bear doesn't play a real big uh, part in the game. Um, Disappointing. It, it could be a really fun game. It just needed a map and a, like, go here next. Oh. It would constantly show you, like, a... Uh, you would beat something and it would show you off screen something happening and that's where you're supposed to go next, but you had no idea where that was. And so it was a lot of just like, well, there's four possible places this could have happened and I'm not sure which one it is. So I guess I'll go visit all four. Um, then I beat world war Z, which is probably one of the more fun games I played, but we actually played that together. Yeah, we did play that. I, we played like three levels this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like, it's game, Left for Dead World War Z. Yeah, it, they really should have. Like, I actually read up a little bit because I was curious, like why they chose the War, World War Z license because that license isn't new. Like, no. it's a book that came out years ago. It's a movie that came out six years or, ago. Yeah, uh, quite a few years ago. Um, so it's not really part of like the conversation anymore. And apparently, the answer was they wanted to build a cool zombie video game, but they didn't want to have to market a new video game without having a backing. So they're like, we can get the World War Z license. That's cheap. And so they made a World War Z video game, which, whatever. It's fun. It's super. It's really fun. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, uh, did you think it got repetitive? Because, I mean, that would be the only thing that I thought was a little... No, like, more, the, the than, loop. no more than Left 4 Dead did. That's true. That's true, yeah. Because yeah, the, the loop of that game very much is you start in a level, you shoot some zombies you get to a point where you know there's going to be a horde essentially you fight the horde and then you know either you know go to the next place where there's going to be another horde or or exit the level um it wasn't bad it was just like that was the loop it's 10 hours long so like that's not bad yeah i mean probably eight to ten hours so it it was never like one of those things I'm, i'm guessing if it was a 30 hour game yeah yeah but uh it had enough kind of uh variety that yeah. I didn't feel the like level was... design was really good too. Yeah. Um, and the, the locations were really unique. Um, we played it two player multiplayer, which was really fun. I think it would actually be even more fun four player multiplayer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think that would be a great time for, um, and it is free on game pass. So if you want to check out uh, world war Z it's, I, I really liked it. I thought it was fun. Yeah. And, and I don't know if I have ever seen another game that had that many enemies on the screen at once. Oh, they no, are literally, pouring into areas there were levels where i had 1200 kills so and that was just me there's you know three other players that you know sometimes had you know 600 800 so you're talking three thousand zombies that you could potentially kill they they move almost like a liquid yes it's kind of crazy but they they do all the things you know if you've seen the um like trailers for world war z they do those things where a mass of them will just go up against the wall and they'll just keep climbing over themselves and over themselves and over themselves to get up to a ledge or whatever it it was it was cool like yeah. they they built a custom engine for that game so it could have those kind of zombie effects and it really shows it was good yeah, it was fun uh, and then i played uh, the last game i beat was valley which is i don't know it's like a weird it's a game that probably should have been a walking sim that they kind of added combat to. It wasn't great. I got it for like $3 six months ago and finally got around to playing it. And I don't think I've ever even heard of it. 
it yeah it wasn't wasn't fantastic it wasn't, <laughs> i don't need to go out of my way yeah no no it wasn't it. wasn't worth it but what we did play together or separately but together was it was the, the outer, outer worlds, worlds. Um, which I, we've been playing uh, probably i've been playing it for probably two weeks because I, I started it before extra life um did you start you started it before extra life too right i started it the day it was released okay so yeah same um and like it's a game to me that starts out really strong. Like I, I felt probably my first. It's probably you probably beat it in about twenty twenty five hours. Uh, I think it took me a little over thirty. I want to say. Yeah, it's it's a it's a like a Fallout game. So you can kind of put. Well, I mean, it's kind of a Fallout game. That's Fallout is the best. If you're trying to describe but, it to someone and you say it's a Fallout game, they'll know what you're talking and, about. And that's the kind of interesting thing is, is when I first started it, I'm like, oh, it's Fallout. And by the time yeah. I beat it, I'm like, it's like a fake Fallout. Yeah, it, it's a, it's and a game really like pretending to be a good Fallout. The the first ten hours of it, I would say, feel like a Fallout game. They give you that that feeling of exploration. They give you that feel of like environment or environmental storytelling. They there's a ton of there's a cast of characters that you like both love and hate. Um, like there, there are definitely characters in that game that I did not like very much, and that's okay. Like who? Um, I didn't like the vicar very much. Yeah, I think he grew on me. Yeah, he did me too. Um, but you know, it, it wasn't even the characters that were your companions that you love and hate. It was the they did a really good job of writing characters in the world. You know. Yeah. Um, and I mean, and that's kind of how Fallout is. Is like you, unless you're our dad, you hate the Brotherhood of Steel because they're fascists. Um, for some reason, my dad was like, "Yeah, that's who I joined." I'm like, "But why?" <laughs> um, but whatever. Um, and so, like, the first ten hours of it are good in that way. Uh, and then it got kind of fast travelly. Kind of. Um, yeah, it, it becomes a game where once you've explored a world and there's like five or six worlds. No. Ish. I think there's four. No, nah, because I mean, there's like the place. Well, and like that one world has like three different parts of it. I yeah, guess. I mean, that's that's the thing. There's. There's like, yeah, there's probably four or five worlds and each one of the well, some of those have. Two to a couple three parts. areas. Yeah. But the problem is, is unlike a Fallout where each of those areas is full of interesting information and 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 detail. Um, like I still remember, like I played Fallout 4. Um what, how long have you been married, Cole? Uh four years. Yeah, so <laughs> I played Fallout 4 four years ago. <laughs> and also you should not have to hesitate that long, just in case you're wondering. Probably shouldn't uh, also put in I think after think. that. Think, yeah, yeah, that's okay. Um, and I still distinctly remember a, a, a little side area that had nothing to do with anything. There, there wasn't a quest, there wasn't anything, and it was you found a uh, a house and there was a dead body inside of it. And on that body there was uh, like a diary, and it was essentially... It was a story about a girl who had gotten pregnant by her boyfriend and her parents had kicked her out of the house. And then the next day, the nuclear apocalypse had happened. And so there was like this whole self-contained story about this girl and her family that were never able to reconcile. They essentially, that entire family died probably regretting what was happening. 
And like that has stuck with me for so long. And Fallout games have a bajillion of those stories. And The Outer Worlds has none. 12. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know. But I would. It, they don't really have those stories, though. No. Like, it, you might get one or two of those kinds of. But they're almost like quests in the towns. But, like. Yeah. There's no exploration to that game. There's no, Once like, going in and finding, like, a house and going, like, oh, there's all sorts of stuff in here. It's like, oh, no, it's a house. And you've gone in it, and there's, like, four of those per map. Yeah. And there's just not a lot of – there's a lot of houses you can't get into. There's a lot of lack of detail in the world. And at first it feels okay because anytime you go to a new area, there's a ton of stuff to explore. Um, and by a ton, I mean, like, in the an town. hour. Yeah, in the town. But there's a lot of houses you can't get into. Um, and again, it almost feels okay because you'll open up a terminal and the terminals are very funny. Um, the game has a, a very... Um, I guess I would say the factions in the game are all part of a like ultra-capitalistic future where companies essentially own people. Um, not like slaves, but that like you don't... You don't have any choice but to work for a corporation because otherwise you die of starvation. Um, and so there's there's a bunch of very funny, I, I guess funny in air quotes, like, you know, the, one of the very first terminals you hack or, or go to, it says something like, hey, you know, we've had a lot of people that are abusing their sick time. You really need to put your sick time in two to four weeks ahead of using it so your managers can approve it. Um, you know, thank you for your compliance. And it's 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 just funny jokes like that. And the, the writing's really good, and all of your the characters you interact with ha- are really well written. There's just not that much of it. No. Um, and for a game that is say twenty five to thirty five hours long, it probably needed three or four times the content. Or, like, conversely, if this had been a 10-hour game or a 12-hour game, yeah. it would have been great. It would have been fantastic. Um, they just tried to stretch, I think, the idea of having, uh, you know, a certain number of characters or a certain number of lines or a certain number of whatever to the point where it wasn't good. But uh, and Colby and I talked about this. So what makes it bad is that you hit, I'm going to say, like, maybe the halfway point of the game or, like, the two-thirds way of the game and you've unlocked all of the fast travel points. Um, and one of the, the big cons in this game is that loading into a new area takes forever. Like, I would say to load into an area on an Xbox One X is probably 15 to 20 seconds. Yeah, it's, it's a while. It's it's long enough that your, your thought is to like pick up your phone and start looking at Twitter or Facebook. Like it's, it's that long. Um, and so very quickly what you realize is like, okay, I'm in the wilderness in order to get back to my ship. I'm going to have to go through the wilderness and just walking. And there's nothing there to see anymore. Cause you've already explored everything. Like the you've most you might everything. S- yeah. And even if it responds, it's just a bunch of relatively generic enemies. Um, so I'm going to have to walk back through this wilderness. I'm going to get to like the outer door essentially of the town, the, the like major town. And I'm going to have to see a loading screen when I load into that town. And then when I go to the hangar where my spaceship is, 
I'll probably have another loading screen to load into the hangar where my spaceship is. And then to load into my spaceship, I'm going to have another loading screen to load into my spaceship. So I'm talking like, you know, if you're, if you were actually in a, in a, in a building in the wilderness too, like you're going to have to get a loading screen to get into that wilderness. So you very quickly learn, like I can skip two minutes of loading screens if I just go directly from the wilderness to my spaceship, because I don't really need to see anything in the middle anyway. There's no storytelling. And so like the point of the game I'm at, and I haven't been it yet. It's like a, a, loading screen simulator where I walk from place to place, finish a quest and then fast travel to back to my ship to avoid three loading screens. And then I take my ship somewhere else. I go from my ship to another fast travel point in the city somewhere or in the wilderness or in a base and do something. And, and all I do is like walk for a minute, shoot some bad guys and then talk to someone somewhere and then fast travel back to the ship. And it's it's I want to finish it because I'm kind of invested in the story and the characters. A lot of the the game revolves around um, uh, your companions. You have do you, are there only four? No, there's six. Okay, I only have four, so I don't know if I've just missed them or if they didn't want to join my group or, or whatever. But there's there's a bunch of companion missions, and some of the companion missions have fifteen steps. Well, Um, the other problem is, too, is that it seems like, okay, you know, say you're on planet A and, you know, you've got to go to planet B. So you go there, you fast travel, you, you know, do that. And then it's like, oh, now you have to go back to planet A and do that. And so you have to, you know, fly back and then fast travel to wherever in there. And then it's like, oh, now you got to go back to B. And so it's it's not, hey, this is all contained on somewhere. It's, hey, this is on three different planets and... You're just going to one planet for one small thing. And because yeah. you've already visited it, you're going to just fast travel to wherever you need to go because there's no reason to not do that. Yeah, absolutely. And it's I'm to the point where I want to finish it, but I'm really bored of fast traveling. I'm just yeah. really bored fast traveling. So, well, and you know, the, the one thing I will say that really bugged me, too, is that when I first start playing it, when you get to the star map, you're like, oh, sweet. There's like 12 different planets that you're going to be able to uh-huh. visit because... You know, the planet, the, the actual worlds are, I won't say fairly small, but they're not giant. No. Um, and they're mostly empty. So I'm like, oh, there's like 12 different planets you can explore. No, you actually only get to go to about four of those. Yeah. The other ones are on the map, but you can't travel to them. I don't know yeah. if that's going to be a DLC thing or what, but it's like, it felt kind of annoying to me where I'm like, I'm like, I think I'm real close to beating this game. Why haven't I opened up any of these planets? And then I went and looked, and they're like, oh, you never will. Yeah. I I would say, like, if you have Game Pass, because the game's free if you have Game Pass, um, and you like Fallout-style games, it's probably still worth playing um, because... It's good for 15 hours. Like, I mean, even if you don't finish it, it's it's really good for 10 or 15 hours. It just gets kind of meh after that. Um, it, it What it feels like to me is if you made a Fallout game and you... Because, I mean, like, most Fallout games are really... You can beat them in 20 hours just yeah. going through the main story. Um, if you... Got done doing the main story and then went like, ah, crap, we've got to get this launched. Yeah. And didn't put any of the other stuff into it. 
Uh, yeah. You know, like Fallout games are 20 hours, but I can put 150 into them. This game is 30 hours, you know, 30 hours or whatever. I can put 30 hours into it. There's no I, exploration. There's no... To me, actually, the thing that really made that point very clear, too, was part of a Fallout game is just, like, obsessively collecting things. Um, but you need those things because you're going to take those like 200 little weird metal toys you found. You're going to scavenge them into aluminum and then you're going to use that aluminum to build something else. And this game has the collection mechanic, but it absolutely you don't do anything with it. Have you eaten any food in that game? I have not eaten an ounce of food. My I inventory is full of it. Maybe if you're playing it on a harder difficulty, yeah. you use I am it, on easy. I'm on what's the one above easy? Like normal, just the normal kind of thing? Yeah. I never touch the food. No. No. And, and at this point in the game I'm so overpowered that you don't even I have $40,000 and top of the line Weapons and top of the line armor, things barely touch me. Um, and there was a it's lot just, of armor and stuff, but no, it didn't feel any different. The armor's almost all like kind of cosmetic, yeah, but, um, but it all looked the same too. I don't know. I have like this real the armor I'm in now looks like I'm I don't know, like a pink Buzz Lightyear, it's pretty cool, so you know. Um, but, I mean, that's the other thing, too, is there's no variety in the guns. You just pick up the same light submachine gun, and you have yep. seven of them. And all you can do is take them and turn them into gun parts, and all you use those gun parts for is to very generically either upgrade your gun or repair your gun. You can't make new guns. You can't make mods for your guns. You'll find mods, but you can't make them. Um, so there's no building. Oh, it's there's just only, like, a, like, eight mods. So, yeah, know, once you've modded out your gun... There's no even real use for the mods. Yeah, because you can't... It's not like I can even get necessarily like a better scope for this gun. Um, there's just a scope. Yep. Um, so, I don't know. I, like, I, don't, I hate to kind of like crap all over this game because I've actually really enjoyed it. The first 10 hours were really oh, yeah. good. Um, I would say, like I said, if you can get it for free, play it for free. Um, if you've not played Fallout 4 or... Um, Fallout New Vegas, maybe just play those instead. Um, Fallout 4 is in Game Pass as well and is definitely a better game. And uh, Fallout New Vegas, I want to say it's backwards compatible, so you could probably play that too. uh, Game Game Pass Pass as well. well. So just play Fallout instead if you haven't played Fallout. But if if you've played Fallout and you're like, oh, I want more Fallout, this is an okay substitute. It's okay. It's not great, but it's it's good. You know, I'll still finish it. Yep. All right, Dylan, um, I think he's just fallen asleep because he hasn't played this game, um, but it's okay. Yeah, it's all right. Um, I have no idea what you're talking we're about. We're 40 minutes into this podcast, and we're going to talk about something that Dylan's going to introduce. It's that. News! Um, yeah. <laughs> I'll go back to sleep um, So first up, uh, Xbox does this conference, and we think it's called... XO19. Last year it was called XO18. So I don't know why they didn't just name this thing with a, a name you didn't have to change every year. That seems kind of weird. Is but... it a zero or an O? I think it's a zero, which means that next. Hmm. I guess I guess they're good for. So that's what I'm wondering in in 2000. There won't be any people left alive to worry about that, Dylan. 
is it the only X guy with the xbox is going to be that dude in the mad max car whose guitar also shoots fire so <laughs> it's going to be fine <laughs> like it won't matter he'll just come to the conference by himself um anyway it's this weekend and by this weekend i mean it's actually like thursday friday saturday um so you're going to listen to this podcast presumably on thursday because you're awesome and you like it downloads and you're like first thing i do is listen to that podcast right no no Colby's my brother, and he just said no. I listen okay. to the Daily Zeitgeist first, and then I listen to yours. I've got how a routine. They put out an, how do they put out an hour and a half podcast every day? I don't know. It's very impressive. I, I started. Well, I, uh, yeah, I was going to start listening to the Daily Zeitgeist, and I was like, nah, I, ain't no one got time for that except I do. you, apparently. <laughs> um, anyway, it runs November 14th through the 16th. Probably the big thing that you're going to want to pay attention for is is Thursday um, which is the 14th at 12 p.m. Pacific. Um, so three Eastern, um, one Mountain, two Central time. That's how math works. Um, there's going to be an Inside Xbox. And that's the, they do an Inside Xbox about once a month. It's the thing that Larry Herb um, kind of does. Uh, shoot, what's what's his name? Uh, crap, what's his name, Dylan? Um, Phil? No, 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 no. Larry Herb, uh, no. Captain something, oh. General something. Is anyway. that his name? Major Nelson. There you Wait, go. Oh, is his uh, name Larry Major Herb? Nelson? I think so. <laughs> yeah. Really? I'm pretty sure. Why? Where does the Nelson come from? That was the least oh, good so. hint. That All I, I could, could think of was Phil Spector, and I'm like, that's not no right. idea. Dude, that shot that lady. <laughs> Different, yeah. Larry Herb is his name, and it's H R Y B. Yeah, Major Nelson. Why? Do you, um, where does the Nelson come from? I don't. Know. I assumed like sure. it'd at least be Larry Nelson. <laughs> nope his name is his name is Larry Herb, um, and I don't know. <laughs> Maybe be because that. Herb. I don't isn't know a why. Great last name. I also don't know why I pulled I'll out his real Nelson. name as opposed to his fake name that everyone actually knows. So hey, whatever. Larry um, Herb sounds like he should be selling insurance to people. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, anyway, Major Nelson will be hosting uh, an Inside Xbox uh, show live from London, which is where this is taking place. Um, they're going to... I don't know if they're going to announce 12 new games, but they're going to talk about 12 games. I assume these are announces of some sort, all from Xbox Game Studios. So they're talking brand new game reveals, um, big news for Game Pass, Project X Cloud, and, and all that kind of stuff. So this is kind of... Microsoft's big post E3 chance to make big announcements. I would not be shocked if we get a uh, uh, Project Scarlet release date. Um, maybe pricing. Bet maybe it's November. I, I. You know why I think it's November? Um, precedent. Well, I mean that's a really good answer. Um, but November 18th, so this coming Monday. Um, they're doing the thing where you can buy a Xbox on essentially a payment plan. And then a year from now, you can trade it for a Project Scarlet. So my guess would be on or about November 18th wasn't, if I was a betting man. Wasn't the Xbox One November 13th? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So anyway, there'll be a bunch of talk about that. And then over the on Friday and then over the weekend, there are like sessions that I think are also being live streamed. But they take place at such a ridiculous time of the day that you'll miss the morning session probably completely unless you're East Coast time. The the They're from 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific. So I guess 5, 
yeah, right? Five to Why? nine Eastern. And then the afternoon session's a little more reasonable, 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. Pacific, which is uh, 10 to 2 Eastern. So presumably you can stream that all on Mixer, and I'm sure it'll be on Facebook and Twitch and all those other places. But if you're an Xbox kind of person, that's probably something you're going to want to check out, uh, presumably today, because you're listening to us today. And a morning person. Well, I mean, it's noon. <laughs> I don't think well, you have to be like... One of them's a, 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. Well, yeah, those are the, 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 the inside Xbox is really what you need to pay attention to, Thursday at noon. So that's 1 o'clock your time, Cole. You can take a long lunch. Yeah. Is that... <laughs> get right on that. <laughs> Stream it on I, your cell phone I with your terrible internet. live, because... <laughs> well, you, you, you don't want to be left out of the conversation, Cole. Yeah. Man. Right? No. Dylan's eating food. <laughs> I just saw Look, Dylan use a like fork. ice cream. <laughs> I hope. Oh, that it's sounds not. good. It's is it like literally your salad. grandmother's famous potato salad or is that a brand? Famous potato salad. No, it's That's literally my grandmother's famous. famous potato salad. You know, my wife's grandmother also has a famous salad. potato salad that everyone else thinks is delicious. So I think we should fight them. Hey, real quick inside joke that even you won't get, Dylan. Is it warm? <laughs> I bet you it's not warm. Hmm, that's, that's weird. I will explain that joke to you tomorrow, it's Dylan. It's definitely refrigerated, <laughs> as potato salad should be. That's Gus Gus. He's very cute. All right. Uh, the next thing we're going to talk about is Minecraft AR. Um, this is, a like, I guess if you've played uh, Pokemon Go, you know what an AR game is, and this is works like that you look at your phone and then you can actually like pick blocks to po- put into the real world um you can play with friends and and build things cooperatively um is that is that something you guys would try i don't know based on my confused look uh no <laughs> it lets you play minecraft in the real world Colby. i barely get pokemon <laughs> yeah i was gonna say like can't i just play legos are you gonna take your legos to the park dylan then they, yeah, no, because I'm gonna sit on my oh. couch. And I'm play no with longer my Legos. allowed to I don't cock need to go fight, to the so I've got Pokemon Go, but I can still play with Legos. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's fair. Anyway, like there are a group of people that are very excited about this. Like I told my son Carter about it, and he made kind of a squealing noise. I'm... And ten seconds later, I got a "Hey, can I please download this request from Apple?" So I don't get it. You don't get it? Yeah. I. What do you do in AR Minecraft? <laughs> you you build things collaboratively with your friends in real life. So you could build, like, a, oh, a I, thing in the park. I, I think I know what you mean by thing in the park. I, I, <laughs> I assume that there are um, safeguards in place so the things you build in the park are not the things that you think are the things that you build in the park, but... How are they going to stop me from building... <laughs> See, that's not as fun. I've definitely built one of those things out of snow at the park, and it was fantastic, and the officer who came to talk to us was really trying to hold in his laughter as he walked hundreds of yards to us to say, <laughs> you just got to knock So, it I, I don't know. Maybe that's the fun part. We'll all, me and you and, and Adam will get it, Dylan, and we'll go try and build things in the park. <laughs> Go to the park. <laughs> We've never gone to the park <laughs> without AR Anyway, uh, this weekend they're doing what they call mobs in the park, which um, is either a Minecraft event or some sort of, I don't know, 
Rally, maybe. Um, it's in New York City, London, and Sydney. If you are in those places, uh, Hudson Yards in New York City, the Queen's Walk in London, and Campbell's Cove in Sydney. Uh, from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. local time uh, this weekend, next weekend, and the weekend after. Um, you can there'll be life-sized, like real-life statues of Minecraft things and like customized adventures. So maybe there's like a maybe there's like a story mode to this too. What is the Jolly Llama mob? I don't know, but if you if you go to one of these events, you can get exclusive access to the Jolly Llama mob in game before Wait, it becomes globally available in December. Is that a play on words for the Dolly Llama? I think it might be. Yes. <laughs> is that offensive? Yes. I'm not sure. I think it is. I, I'm not sure. <laughs> Maybe I don't. I don't. I mean, unless it probably it's literally is. a llama My guess that is, that is, is happy. Then yeah. it's just it's, a don't, very don't make good it weird. Call clever. It's weird. Anyway, Minecraft Earth. It's a thing. Try it out. Download it. It's free. Colby says no. Um, you know what else you should not do? It's a trap. Um, you should not try. <laughs> <laughs> lots of things. Yeah. Um, don't I, make things in things. parks, but you should also not try and beat the world streaming in a month record, which currently stands at 569 hours. Um, nice. Yeah. Um, so there's some dude named, I guess, Bodine. Is that how you pronounce that name? All right, <laughs> Doesn't all right, he also right. sound like that might be a name for a trucker? Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'm Bodine. He's been bringing you some goods over to here, all the way from uh, over there. Texarkana, maybe something with Texarkana. Um, he's been training. Do you put air quotes around training? I'm pretty sure you put air quotes around training for three months in an attempt. Yeah, he he literally he said yeah, I had loosely. to I had to train so I could reset my um is, is like circadian rhythms. <laughs> yeah, in order to be able to. Live stream 19 hours a day. Dude is um, going to die from a blood clot. He is absolutely going to die. Um, he's 192 hours in, so over 10 days, uh, 11 days maybe, he's streamed 192 hours. Um, I will tell you from experience, um, one, one, one like five-week period I worked... 420 hours so like uh, 140 150 hours less than this dude is doing I hallucinated things <laughs> I would randomly fall asleep while I was driving like I'd fall asleep in the you know far right lane I'd wake up in the left hand lane four lanes of traffic over I it is not good for your body or your brain to sleep that little and work that much and i know that it sounds like he is only you know sitting there playing video games all day but like that's hard um it's really hard we did it we dylan and i did it this weekend and we did 24 hours in two days and i was tired on monday well i think like just doing extra life just playing that 24 hours like most of the time i'm not tired I'm just kind of bored. Like I'm like we didn't I just want to get up and move. Uh-huh. Sitting on a couch for twenty, you know, four hours is just kind of you don't like it. 
No, like your body literally, I mean, when we were, when we did the, the first year Colby and I did it, we did 25 hours in a row and about 21, 22 hours in your body literally starts fighting you. It's like, yeah. go to sleep or stand up, you idiot. Um, anyway, apparently there's a bunch of people that have done well into the five hundreds of hours and this dude, why? That's the thing. Like, there's is that that's the there's wall. no money in this. The like, I mean, hours. even if he's sponsored, even if he's getting like the Twitch money, like if people are cheering him on with bits and subscribes or whatever, it all goes away when you stop streaming six hundred hours a, a month. And this isn't sustainable. I mean, you can't do that for very long. So I I don't I don't know what the why is, but I mean. I would say there's a better than 50% chance that either he gets a Twitch ban for falling asleep <laughs> and streaming while you're asleep, which is against the term of services, or at some point people are going to be like, well, well, Bodine, Bodine, are you okay? Like, it looks like you just collapsed out of your chair. Does any, does anyone know where he actually lives? <laughs> so, so here's a real quick question. Can either of you name the person who holds the record currently? I can Then why would you try to break this record? No. You're getting no fame. You're getting no fame. I can I can look it As up because I do have the records. link that will tell us. Um, but it's not even worth it. Uh, do you want to guess? Because like, it's it's pretty much exactly what you'd assume his name to be. Jay Biggs, Stream Daddy. <laughs> I was gonna wonder if it had D's in it. Uh huh. Yeah, Jay Biggs has streamed 569 hours. It's Armand has streamed 566, and Edison Park streamed 541. The guy so, from uh, uh, Guinness Book of World Records is like, and we're here with D's Nut 69 to. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, apparently he's played almost as many games as you have this month, though, Cole. He beat uh, Death Stranding. He beat Red Dead Redemption 2. He be beat oh, Luigi's wow. Mansions 3. Um, Escape from Tarkov, which I have never heard of. I have heard um, of that, but I don't remember. Rocket League, where. Factorio, Rainbow Six Siege, and several others. But anyway, this guy is going to die, and it's going to be sad. So... Well, yeah, exactly. Sad-ish. I mean, I think the thing is, is like, if you're going to do this, at least like stream it for charity or something. <laughs> anyway, um, don't be that guy. Vinny, don't do this. Vinny, do this. Whatever. Do it. Don't do it. I can't. I'm not the <laughs> not boss worried. of you. Um, so it's not, it's not super uncommon, I guess, for video game companies to go out of business. And when it happens, like the you know, I, at least my experience is, is a bunch of bosses usually get, you know, get to take some money away in severance. And then a bunch of people walk in one day and they're like, wait, what? Uh, oh, they grab cool, as I'm much copper now. wire out of the walls as they can. <laughs> yeah. I, I tell you, man, I, I've been that person. I'm like, well, if, if you aren't going to pay me the 11 months of back pay you owe me, I'm taking these PCs and these monitors with me. Um, and I did. Uh, I think, let's see, that was 20 years ago. Yeah, statute of limitations is way past on that. Well, and I mean, the head of the company was arrested, so I'm pretty sure you're Also fine. true. <laughs> but he was arrested in India. I don't know. Fun if fact, that... that's where I learned that rupees were actually a, like, currency and not just something <laughs> made up for link. My company for a while was based in India, the company I worked for, and we'd see our financial reports. I'm like, holy crap, we made 
225 billion rupees this year. That's amazing. And then I like did the conversion. I'm like, it's still money, but it's not not anything amazing. Anyway, um, an interesting thing happened this week. Uh, Human Head Games, who made the original Prey. Um, do you remember that? It was I like do. this weird kind of like Native American game, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Came out in 2006. And then they made a new game and they're like, dude, what should we name it? They're like, we already own the IP for this game called Prey. What if we just released a new game called Prey that had nothing to do with it 13 years later, 15 years later? And they did. But anyways, the original Prey folk uh, went out of business. They just ran out of money. And they're based in Madison, Wisconsin, um, video game headquarters of the world, as you know. Uh, Skansen. Uh, Madison is lovely, but I've been there a couple times. It's cold. Uh, It is cold. It is cold. But they have Culver's, which is nice. I don't have Culver's here. I mean, I do, too. I know. It's cold here, but not that cold. True. Very true. Um... Anyway, they reached out to Bethesda and were like, hey, do you guys need some extra developers? And Bethesda's like, yeah, sure. Let's just hire everyone. Do you think Telltale was like, damn it, that's what we should have done. <laughs> right? Reached out to Bethesda. <laughs> um, Asked. What I kind of wonder, though, is if this was like Bethesda going like, we could really use this new development studio. We don't want to assume their debt. So if we just let that company go to business <laughs> and we just hire everyone else and start a new company called roundhouse studios hey we got a new studio now Todd Howard and we did don't kind of like you know uh-huh. exactly like done and done he left that on a flash drive in a thinking. uh <laughs> that was gearbox dude oh you're right you're right not todd howard uh randy pitchford uh, randy pitchford <laughs> so are they gonna are they going to make uh, another game? Probably. I don't know. They are the working. Two. I never played it. Um, the first one was great. second one's supposed I, to be really good once they fix the, everything. The second one is mixed. I actually own it, and I, I keep meaning it's to go back game pass. to it. Damn it. That, I just, I, I literally, I told, I told my wife yesterday, like, I'm not buying new games unless I absolutely want to play it today. Like, yeah. if I don't want to play it today, there's no reason to buy new games. Um, anyways, these guys are going to be working on quote-unquote unannounced projects at Bethesda. So, yeah, it could be Prey. Fallout be... Prey. Prey. Fallout Prey. could be anything. It could be anything. Uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order is one thing that it is not, because that's being made by EA. Is that a good pivot? Oh, it's a great pivot, Cliff. Great pivot. <laughs> uh, Star Wars Jedi it Fallen works. Order is coming out uh, a couple days. Like it's your birthday, isn't it? Or is it the fifteenth? It's the day before my birthday, Friday. so it comes out the fifteenth. Yeah, it comes out this Friday, so tomorrow. Um, early reviews of it are pretty good, from what I've seen. Um, it's supposed to be kind of a little bit got a little bit of Souls influence. There's some there's some real good lightsaber fighting, I guess. Um, Interestingly enough, though, uh, those of you who are EA Access members, like I am, on either the Xbox or the PlayStation now, should have been able to play this game starting two days ago on the 10th, because that is part of the reason you subscribe to EA Access, because you are, in theory, given five days of early access to all their new releases for up to 10 hours. Interestingly enough, Jedi Fallen Order is not one of these games. Now, officially, they said they did it because they don't want to... They, they wanted to reduce the risk of spoilers, um, which seems like stupid. I, kind of a stupid 
kind of a stupid they excuse. don't care about spoilers for any of their other games only star wars just jedi fallen order um instead though you'll get cosmetic skins for your ship and a droid which is not really exactly the equivalent of getting to play a game five days before everybody else but what if it's a neither mouse here droid? nor there it's a mouse is it a mouse droid if it is i'm 100 percent for that but yeah, i don't know that's fair um my theory as to why this happened was the last two games that EA has launched into this, well, not not the last two because obviously they release games all the time, but the last two big games that they have launched using this five-day early launch thing were uh, Mass Effect Andromeda <laughs> and Anthem, <laughs> yeah, which Hot those, those early access periods did not go well for those games, and, and by that... Yep, and, really and by that I mean sales are really uh, Mass Effect Andromeda, day two of early access, there were already so many weird gifts on the internet that mm-hmm. that game just exploded into a ball of fire, and I don't think anyone ever played it past that. And Anthem, I mean, I played about nine hours of Anthem and did not pay for that game because I wasn't going to buy it after playing nine hours at EA early access because it... I paid was 60 just... because someone told me they were going to play it with me. Hey, it wasn't good. <laughs> it, was, uh... that, it was okay. And that person that told you they were going to play it with you was Kevin. It's his fault. I believe it was both of you. I, it... Kevin bought it too because you said you were going to play it with us. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah. I owe $120 to two different people. <laughs> Anyway, I kind of wonder if that's part of the reason they did this, is they didn't want to to risk having a game. Let me, let me rephrase. The game's probably great. People on the internet I don't know are... if you've met Star Wars fans, Cliff. They're horrible people. And I say that looking at my entire Star Wars collection in front of me. <laughs> I'm looking into Colby's room and I can see seven different pieces of Star Wars merchandise right now. Although Dylan also has a Lego Millennium Falcon with him. So, yeah, no. But, I mean, I think that's the reality is... That's true. People who... Video game fans hate EA for whatever reason. Star Wars fans are terrible. Star Wars fans hate Star Wars. Star Wars fans hate... And gamers hate games, I think. So, like, it really is the perfect trifecta of a reason not to put a game into early access, to be honest. Um, but Colby has a, an, an, another reason why this might be true. I have two reasons. Um, one, I wonder if Disney has something to do with this. Always a possibility. Um, they're very protective of, uh, their IPs. And, yeah. And uh, very powerful. <laughs> and very powerful. Disney uh, Plus is dope. It is. It, it really is. Watch <laughs> The Mandalorian. Um, the other thing is, is they recently allowed their games... To, what was it that they they just made a deal with Steam to be put back? Yeah, on? so this is the first game that will be released on Steam. Uh, first EA game released on Steam since 2011, 2013. Yeah. Um, and it is current, or it was as a couple days ago, the like best selling game on Steam. Yeah. So, so I wonder if it also has more to do with EA likes money. That is true. I mean, I like money too. Money's great. That is, Colby's holding up a, the forces strong with this banner that has the most adorable 
like cartoon picture of like Wedge or is it or is it? Yeah, Luke? I think it's supposed to be Luke. It's going to my kid's room because she'll like Star Wars. <laughs> Not that she likes Star Wars, but she will like Star Wars. Yeah. Um, no, she I think that's actually a really good possibility that maybe it's either a contractual thing with Steam or it was just kind of like a happenstantial thing I with Steam. I kind of wonder if it has something to do with Steam, something to do with Disney. If it's just one or of those. Both. Yeah, that they, yeah, it could be both where Disney was like, hey, we don't want this, you know, to be able to play. Because, I mean. I, I would say Disney's worried about, like, you know, spoilers, but on the other hand, well, I guess they weren't owned by Disney then, but the uh, oh, Revenge of the Sith game came out a week before uh, the movie and had spoilers. Did it really? In it. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Anyway, I guess we'll see. I'm personally really excited for that game. It's me definitely going to be a, a buy for me. Actually, I'm hoping to get it for my birthday. That's really what I I'm was going to get it for you for your birthday, but then I remembered that whole anthem thing. So I'm just going to spend sixty bucks on me, and we'll call it even. Yeah, I think that's. <laughs> He'll give you a credit. You should just buy Jedi Fallen Order for yourself. Yeah. That's what you should do. <laughs> Cliff bought me this for his birthday. <laughs> Anyway, looks real good. Um, I guess we'll see. Maybe we'll know by next week. It's hard to say. Um, so I don't even really know how to say this, but the Xbox One's getting a shuffle button. Why? I didn't know what you said. We're talking about when you said that, and then I read this. And I'm like, <laughs> why? So the idea is is that you have a lot of games. Like you have a lot of games, I, I right? A ton of games. Hundreds of games, um, potentially. And sometimes you just don't know what to play. Sometimes you finish a game, you're not sure what you want to play next. Constantly. Um, yeah, sometimes you're just like, I'd like to try something new, but I don't know what that thing is. And if you would Never. like to... No. <laughs> if you would like to leave that choice up to um, the... Yeah, or the gods of computer-based Fate. randomization, um, <laughs> you can, you'll be able to go to your Xbox games and just hit randomize. And it'll say like, hey... This is a game you own. Would you like to play it? And interestingly enough, it doesn't appear to be to say, this is a game you've owned that you've never played before. <laughs> it's just like... So, right. You're just going to play question. the same Does this dating sim over and over. not currently installed? Or is it all I don't, your games? I, I don't know. I would, I would hope that it is all your games. Oh, no, because other here's the thing. Yeah. Like, I want to play a game, and it's like, okay, randomize... Okay, it's 42 gigs. Okay, well, <laughs> now do I get to choose again, or should I just wait three hours? So apparently you do get to choose again. You can you can randomly random as many times as you want. Now, the interesting... So how is that different than not knowing what game you want to play? It's not. It's the illusion of choice, really. Um, now, the interesting thing about this is, apparently, Game Pass already has this button, you can go into your Game Pass game, and there's apparently a, a like pick a random game button. I have never noticed this game before in my entire life, or this button, I guess. Was anyone asking for this? Absolutely not. So, yeah, but should we have listened? Yeah, to probably them? somebody. No, I mean, I think the thing is, is like I I understand, I understand the idea. I understand. Um, like choice paralysis. I understand that like, I mean, I understand that when Dylan and I go to lunch every day, I'm like, Hey man, where do you want to go? And he's like, I don't know. And I'm like, he's like, where do you want to go? I'm like, I don't know. It would be kind of nice just to have a random lunch choice button. So, so <laughs> but, here's what you could do. 
<laughs> those exist on the names. internet. So. And have them all out like they are. And then just close your eyes and just randomly just kind of hit buttons until you decide to stop and you've got a random button. That's not how random works. It pretty much is. <laughs> yeah, I think it's weird and I can't imagine... Ever using it. Ever using it. But hey, like, if you're one of those people that just... Like, I mean, every once in a while, I'll read about someone will post on Twitter, like, I, you know, I went to play a game and I have so many games, I just don't know what to do. Or, you know, I, I went into Netflix and I, you know, I spent an hour and a half looking for something to, to watch. I just didn't watch anything. Like, that, I do that constantly. Made for those people. Well, no, I do that constantly. I'm, but I have, like, random on my, you know, music, too. And I don't hit random and then go, like, well, I don't like this song. But I already hit random. I just hit random again until I find a song I like. So basically, it's making me choose a game with more steps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're going to love it. I really do. You should sign up for the Insider Program so you can test it. <laughs> Give feedback. Pass. <laughs> All right. Um, I was supposed to talk about our wonderful patrons before we did news, but I didn't because I'm no Adam when it comes to show running. <laughs> but I think everyone knows that, probably including everyone listening. Uh, anyway, we have a Patreon. You can pay us a little bit of money to listen to this podcast every week, which I think is kind of weird, but people do it. Um, and we love those people. Colby doesn't do it. Oh. He's such a. He's so pay you. To- he could pay me. He, he, it's a dollar a month. You could pay me as little of a dollar a month. Get early access to the podcast that he is a guest on right now. <laughs> well, he has sixty free months. It's <laughs> a good point. <laughs> For the next five years, he's oh, giving yeah. you a dollar. Anyway, a month, but you crediting. Uh, if so, you pay us uh, ten dollars a month, we say your name right now, and so I'm going to say a bunch of people's names because that's what we do. Uh, first off, Operator Jack, our good friend in Australia, Joe Cole Jr., John Tippins, Megan Phillips, who now has stickers. I'm sure she is incredibly happy about that. Tom McDermott, Austin Palmer, Alan Schulte, and Kevin Schuld, who also apparently I owe $60 to. So sorry, Kevin. I guess I'll just refund you your Patreon money back. Um, if uh, this sounds like something you're interested in, you can just go to patreon.com slash bite me podcast and sign up. Like I said, we've got three tiers. There's a dollar tier that you just get things early. There's a $3 tier. Um, you get things early and uh, there's stickers or something. Uh, there's a $6 tier where there's stickers or something. And I don't know, hugs. If I ever see you in person, I will hug you. And then there's a $10 tier where you get your name read on the podcast every week. Um, there's a $12 tier. If you want to put your name on the podcast and don't want hugs. I uh, would pay you $10 a month, but I also realized that I'm your only <laughs> friend. And so, Absolutely. so you pretty much say my name on this podcast at least once or twice a month. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. He doesn't need to advertise. <laughs> it's a sad, sad, sad. The good second point. you get 20 other friends, I'll consider it. But that's it's never going to happen. happen. It's never going to happen. Um, you know, one other thing that we should probably talk about is uh, we probably should have led with this. This would have been a good lead off, but we didn't because, again, I'm not good at my job. Is this is the three year anniversary of this podcast? Our very first podcast was. Yeah, right. It's been a Our long very... three years, guys, but, what? you know, I'm glad I've been here for it. I'm glad that that's why Colby's here. We invited Colby on for the three year anniversary of our podcast because Adam's dog was sick. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, our first podcast launched on uh, November 16th, which is actually my birthday, uh, 2016. So happy three years. Hey, Dylan, might I suggest not getting a dog because it appears that everyone's dog on this show is cursed. 
<laughs> it, that is a possibility. Yeah. <laughs> My dog's doing great. Um, you how, saw him, Dylan. He was—he's adorable. Like how he, are he's, stairs going? He. He can't, yeah. He got up the stairs twice today. He's figuring he figured it out. it out. It's not great. <laughs> no, it's not great. Anyway, we should do questions because um, I have to go to a pizza dinner tonight. Oh. You should go to Mud Pizza Call. They're by you, and you should eat there. It's good. Okay. Do it, Dylan. You should go to Mud Pizza tonight. Go to the wedding. This tent. is why people <laughs> pay ten dollars a month. <laughs> Pizza's great, Vinny. Oh wait, Dylan, Vinny. <laughs> hey yo. Hey, yo, Vinny. <laughs> hey, Vinny. yo, Vinny. Vinny, Vinny, Vinny. Hey, Vinny yo. says the Game Awards, uh, which are video games best award shows slash commercial, are coming up soon. And he has been dying to ask the question that everyone loves asking. What is my game of the year for 2019? Uh, also, what game announcements do you think we could potentially see at the Game Awards this year? So, uh, Cole, put you on the spot. What's your game of the year? You've beaten almost 50 games. I'm at 47 currently. Outer Wilds. No, oh, that's mine too. Haha, ha, you should have gone first then. And maybe you Crap. should beat the game that's going to be your game of the year. Just throwing that one I, out there, Cliff. I technically have beaten the Outer Wilds. I've rolled credits on that game. Yeah, that's not I did the not get end. The, I did not get the good ending. No, no, that's <laughs> but I literally rolled, not the end. If you roll credits on a game, that counts as an end. <laughs> You know, Cliff, again, in, uh, what's it called, Gone Home, I can beat the game in a minute and a half, but I didn't, like, just look at a cheat thing and go, like, well, beat the game. That is technically an ending. <laughs> I can also beat Far Cry 4 that way. <laughs> um, I, I should beat that game, and they actually issued a patch, which I think will maybe enable me to beat that game. Oh, it's um, the Get uh, Good patch? You finally it's got the that Get one? Good patch. Uh, they patch me directly. I should have gone no, the Outer Paw Wilds. Patrol on a roll. That was my game of the year. <laughs> uh, the Outer Wilds is a... I don't know if I've ever played a game that did a better job of environmental storytelling than than that game. Um, the, the Outer Wilds is a game that, for all intents and purposes, I should absolutely hate. Everything about it is a game that when you're like, oh, it does this. I'm like, oh, I hate when games do that. Oh, it does this. Oh, really? Because I hate when games do that. But apparently it's the Three Stooges syndrome in The Simpsons. When you just put all of those together, I'm like, oh, I love this game. Yeah. Same. Like, I should hate a game that uh, you die every 19 minutes and you have to replay things over and over and over and over again. I should hate that. But it does such a good job of just, like, telling a story. Yeah. That uh, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, you should beat it because the story is way better once you've beaten it. Yeah, yeah, I'll get around to it. Um, there's there's a little time for the end of the year. We'll actually do a game of the year edition to where we actually talk about like our favorite games from different consoles and our you know favorite game from the past that we beat in the future and so on and so forth. But anyway, Dylan, what's your best game this year? I've not played that. Have you played I have that call? No yeah, clue. I beat it. Yeah, it's great. You beat it. <laughs> Um, Dylan's favorite game of the year is What the Golf, which is also a very good game. I mean, I really do like Hot Shot, Bro, Hot Shot. but I don't know if I... Yeah, it's a, it's a hard to... It's, All right, I'm, well, you I'm think about it. We'll come back spot. and like... I don't know. I didn't have. I was going to say, can I just there go wasn't Red a Dead game 2? like Red Dead because I mean I played it for a hundred hours in two thousand nineteen. Like it, 
Right, and it's like it's yeah, it's and kind of strange game, not to rent have free a in my head like constantly. Yeah, you know what my least favorite game of the year was? I bet you it's Colby's so, least favorite game of the year too. What was it? The Walking Dead season one. Well, that didn't come out in 2019, <laughs> but we beat it in 2001 in 2019. <laughs> That's a good point. I. Uh, I am very uh, excited for the new discourse on the internet says you're wrong, Dylan, <laughs> um, and you should die because everything I've seen is like th- this oh, is the no, no, no. essential Pokemon game now. It does everything that um, I've wanted since. Oh no, no, I'm not saying reviewers said it was bad. I said gamers like said it was bad, and everyone knows that they are super right. <laughs> Oh, well, no, no, they've seen some video. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> so, so there's right. Well, yeah, they're complaining because they can't put 1,200 Pokemon in a game. They can only and they fit reused animation or so whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah, they can go. They Great. can go shit in their own. I have mouths. to mark that now. Whoops. How? How does mark. that work? <laughs> it's. I mean, I've been on the South internet a, a long time, and uh, I've never seen that. <laughs> So Dylan left and was very rude. Um, the cat is unlike our next question oh, asker, who is Mr. Polite. See, that's Mr. how you Polite. do a segue, Cliff. That was a good segue. Um, <laughs> we're ASMRing with the cat. Um, Colby, while while we were gone, also said he really liked my time with Portilla. Excellent so, game. Yeah, I want to try Excellent that game. game. You should. I would highly path. suggest it. Um, all right, Mr. Polite asks, every time there's a new TikTok trend that I don't understand, I feel like I'm becoming older and older. The most recent one is the purple shampoo. For a grumpier question, is there a challenge that makes you annoyed for no reason? So I'm going to just go out on the thing and say that, oh, I, I'm actually not the youngest person here. Hi, Dylan. I don't know what TikTok even is, and I certainly I, don't I know, know what it what is, and I have no clue is. what it is. I've seen TikTok videos. Is that what it is? That's yeah. it. Oh, okay. Well, I guess I know what TikTok is. It's like is. Vine. I kind of maybe. What's I Vine? don't know what that was either. Oh, that but... was the Amazon one. No, uh, Vine was uh, Twitter. Like you... Was it? Yeah. I thought it was Amazon. I don't know. I'm watching the Purple Shampoo Challenge right now. Or I, whatever. I'm going to say all of them. This is I... really long. I am the grumpy old man, and I don't like any of these things. I don't find them entertaining at all. <laughs> what? We spent like what fifteen minutes trying to figure out what yeet meant. Like, yeah. oh god, we did. Colby and I old. were playing a Rocket League game, and every time like the other team scored, they'd be like yeet, yeet, yeet. We're like, what is, what is, what does yeet mean? And they're like yeet. I'm like, okay, <laughs> that that doesn't answer any of my questions. We literally had to like look it up on Urban Dictionary. Thank god it was the for Urban o- Dictionary. <laughs> I've never felt so old. Um. Yeah, I mean, like, TikTok's interesting. Like, I guess the the actual answer of what makes TikTok cool is that TikTok has access to a massive amount of unlicensed music (laughs) that (laughs) they freely allow people to put in their videos and hopefully no one gets arrested. Um, So, like, that's the, the cool part of TikTok is there's a huge library of music that you can put behind your wacky meme videos and people love it, which is cool. But how? Uh, well, because it's made by the Chinese government. <laughs> oh, so, so because we're using something that was not created in our com- country, we can't really... Do I don't know, Dylan. How does, how does anything work? Like... <laughs> 
Yeah, so... I mean, like, um, look at YouTube. I mean, YouTube is, like, this huge thing now. I remember when it first came out, it was just like, hey, you know, copyright doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. I think that that's the reality. Is TikTok is based out of China. Um, and, I mean, like, the downside of TikTok is that it also has a huge amount of user information on people and is based in China. So, hey, maybe think about what you're putting on it. But I just... So I shouldn't have put my social security in that social security number challenge. You should not have. (laughs) The great social security challenge. But yeah, like TikTok, I think the funny thing is, is like TikTok doesn't make me feel that old because I at least understand what it is. It's people making dorky videos and I can watch those videos on Facebook. <laughs> like if a TikTok video gets popular enough, I can see it on Facebook or Twitter. Right. So you just get the highlights anyway. You get like yeah, the exactly. sports center highlight reel of yeah. TikTok. So. I don't need to like install the TikTok app and like use its discovery features. Like I just let that come up to, you know, my like it filters up to like Gen X social media <laughs> like and watch it. Um, the one that actually makes me feel super old is Snapchat because like, I just don't, I don't understand why, like I don't understand what makes it interesting. I don't understand why I would want to snap anything. I, yeah. well, I understand that no one cares because I yeah. sure don't care about any of your life. Like I... you sending me a picture of you sitting on the couch watching a show I've seen don't care like the filters are kind of fun you didn't have to put me on blast dylan i'll stop sending you that picture (laughs) (laughs) it's it's like i think the thing is i understand facebook and i hate it (laughs) i i understand twitter and i love it and i understand you love twitter i actually really do like twitter i mean it's a hellscape i like the idea (laughs) but in like theory I think the thing about Twitter is Twitter is a great place for me to get a lot of news that I really like. It's like where I learn a lot about video games. It's where I learn a lot about politics. But it's also where I learn about things like Nazis Nazis harassing people. So, you know, I mean, there's like a plus side and a downside to Twitter. Um, Like I said, it's it's a hell site, but it's my hell site. Um, Like Instagram, I get the concept of, but it's not really my jam. But at least I I understand Instagram at all. Well, no, you know, you know what, you know what Instagram's for? No, is Instagram is for people that don't like Facebook and don't like Twitter because it's so negative, yeah. and they can just follow cats and dogs on Instagram. Instagram is a very overall positive. Yeah, it's full silo. of silo. Like, yeah. there's, it's very hard to for negativity to really. Make I just a, go to the awe subreddit for those things. I mean, and that's what Instagram is. It's literally that plus maybe your friends. And pictures of your peachy booty games. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of butts. A lot of butts. But, But like Snapchat just makes no sense to me. Like I don't understand what it offers that those other three don't except that your pictures go away. So like I guess if what you want is a social media account where you can send nudes to people and they right. go away. I mean, that's unless... literally what it was. But yeah, like I got it then. Expanded beyond that. Except it doesn't actually go away, and people can screenshot them, so the joke's yeah. on everybody? I don't know. Also, who am I sending nudes to? I... The only the only reason I ever use Snapchat is literally I send dick pics to my wife, and by that I mean pictures of, like, Richard Nixon and Dick Van Dyke. Like, every once in a while, I'll just, like, open it up and send her a picture of, like, some guy figurehead from the 60s named Dick. One so... day I'm going to start a band called Unsolicited Dick Pics. God, that'd be a great band name. I like that a lot. We should start a band. 
it won't yeah. go any better than me starting Jedi, like me buying video games. Anyway, so yeah, I'm old. Um, Colby's slightly less old. Dylan is actually older than both of us, and I don't know how that happened. I'm, so yes, okay, boomer. <laughs> basically, all that's right, basically me. <laughs> Dylan's a six. I have to live with man. my people, so I hate them more than everyone else. That's Everyone funny. else can be sympathetic. I can't be sympathetic to the pain I've experienced. So. The weird thing is, I'm a huge millennial booster. Dylan's like, no, I hate all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Oh, it's. I hate uh, most everybody. So it's just like that's fair. It, I, and I grew like I've spent most of my time with people my age. Therefore, they suck the most. I'm sure everyone else also sucks. If I, just, I spent more time with them. See, I just in, really I'm like a, avocado toast. Yeah. I, I'm in a weird like section where like. I'm too young for the Gen X's and the, you know, the millennials. I just don't understand. So, yeah, that's the thing, too, is like I live I, I'm the same where millennials end in like 1981 um, or 82 and 81. Gen X doesn't start until like 75. So I'm in that like weird seven year period in the middle where I just am a you I'm the no lost identity. generation. I'm yeah. the lost generation. That's what I am. I'm anyway. the greatest generation. <laughs> No, that's all people. They're all dead. I can beat them up. (laughs) Bunch of olds. Anyway, uh, John Tysinger asks, what song did you hear in a game that you searched out? For me, one would be Prisoner by Stumful. It was in the beginning of The Surge. I have never heard of a game called The Surge, and I've never heard of a band called Stumful. It's on Game Pass. I mean, it's leaving soon, but... What kind of game is it? I have no idea. I just know it's on Game Pass and that it's leaving soon. <laughs> you you are absolutely unhelpful. Um, let's see. Games that I've heard in a move in a, in a in a video game that I have looked up in real life. Um, the problem for me is that it's it's the same one that I say every time, and it's the the main theme from Abzu, which I'm trying to remember what the name of it is. Oh, an Austin Wintery music uh, thing. Called? I know, right? It's called To I'm Know Water. <laughs> yeah, that's all. But To Know Water is is a uh, is literally a game I heard in a sound in in the game. I was like, oh my god, I need to find this. I mean, it's the reason I like. Love Austin Winery so much. So, like over the weekend, Dude, I'm like, oh, a restraining order against you at some point. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. Um, over the weekend, there was a a, a game on Kickstarter and I'm, or on Fig actually, and I'm like, oh, this game sounds kind of cool. It's like a a walking simulator with um. Oh shoot! I wish I could remember the details of it. It's a it's a walking simulator that dealt with um. Something. Oh, it's called it's called chorus or choral, and it's like a a, a musical video game um, that is a walking sim with uh, music done by Austin Winery. I'm like, holy crap! And it was uh, influenced by the musical episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> I'm like, did did I do a survey that I don't remember? <laughs> Because I think they made a video game exactly for me. But it, the Kickstarter had already ended, so I'm going to have to buy it retail. It happens. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, I'll stop talking about Austin Winery and maybe no, someone else can won't. answer a question. Probably not. <laughs> nope. uh, mine is Far Away by Jose Gonzalez from the original oh, Red Dead Redemption. That's That song and the, the one from... Um, Red Dead Redemption 2. I don't remember what it is, but it's the Willie one Nelson? they played at. No, it's the one they played at the Game Awards last year, I want to say. 
Um, it's that hmm, super good. I agree with that. The other one was um, oh, the one from Hellblade. Um, it is called River of Knives by I think it's River of Knives. David Garcia and Andy Lapugua. I don't know. How to say that's his last a, name. you made that name. I'm up. pretty sure that's how it's pronounced. Yeah, Lapugua. Yeah, yeah. La um, that was another one where the second I heard that song, I'm like, oh, this is this is awesome. And yeah, I'm go look it up. Yeah, the the one from Red Dead Redemption Two is I think called Unshaken. I think is what the name of it is. It's real good, super good. So, anyway, Dylan, I don't know if I can think of a specific song from a game. I don't. There's certain soundtracks that I really enjoy that I would actually go listen to, but I've never seeked out a specific piece of music. Done, sought out. I get it. the The Outer Wild soundtrack is incredibly good. Also, very, very good. Love it. Um, Dylan just bought uh, the... What was that three-pack you bought on the Switch? The Banner Saga. The Banner Saga um, games. Where did you buy that from? From Amazon. You can get it for 16 buckaroos. I don't know if it's still on sale, but yeah, you can pick up all three of them for 16 bucks. All three of the soundtracks. It's not the deals. Yeah. Maybe that's. We're going to talk about that in a second. It's literally in this um, box right here to confirm. So. <laughs> anyway, all three of those soundtracks done by Austin Winery. Uh, <laughs> very good. Uh, Joe Coleslaw says so. Coming from someone who was level sixty nine, nice, nice in Call of Duty Modern Warfare last Thursday, and now is at level one hundred and twenty five as of this morning, this Thursday. So he's gone up um, fifty. Six levels in a little over a week. What are some signs that you're spending too much time in a video game? Uh, let's say one week. Also, I'm having trouble with people sending me Activision friend requests that have not already played with me. So if you want to play Call of Duty Modern Warfare with Joe on... That game actually has crossplay, so it doesn't matter where you're playing it. Uh, he is Joe Coleslaw in the Activision friend request. You can go play with him. Um, I don't know how hard it is to level in Call of Duty, so it's it's hard yeah. for me to say if that's excessive or not. Sometimes games level you so fast, so it's hard to to use that as a gauge. I think, but like, if you don't, don't have any I'm... games to play, that means you're playing too much. I don't know. <laughs> level 125 in anything seems super high. Um, Did they get it take away prestige in? Yeah, Call I believe so. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, what I would say, Joe, and this is what I would tell anyone who's ever worried about um, if they're gaming too much or you know gaming addiction, so on and so forth, is as long as the amount of video games you are playing are not interfering with your actual day to day life, you know, like as long as you're not you know not going to work because you're playing <clears throat> Call of Duty, um, as long as you know you're not ignoring your family because of Call of Duty, um, you're probably just fine. I am feeling real attacked here, Cliff. <laughs> you were sick, Cole. You life. are fine. As someone who did not go to work three days last week, <laughs> and I played video games with you on over a week ago. I... <laughs> well, I didn't know about that. Well, that that might have been a problem. Yeah. Um, I talked to you on Saturday, and you should not have gone to work those three days. Yeah, you sounded no. like you were dead. Yeah, it felt <clears> pretty much <throat> like that too. Home tomorrow. It was not like that. It was like one of those deep, throaty, chesty coughs where, like, he was either coughing up some sort of cursed something from his lungs or maybe his lungs themselves. So, but you Could can stay both. home tomorrow, Dylan. Could be both. Okay. Uh, 
Uh, turned down for what wants to know, do you find yourself struggling to play games that your younger self did not? And in what way, and in what way? And absolutely. Um, I tried to play a JRPG recently. And that's exactly what I was going to say. I cannot play JRPGs anymore. Absolutely cannot. I find the, the, the style of fighting just so dull and they take so long, and I just want to avoid every single battle. New JRPGs I don't find too bad because you've got the kind of, like, uh, battles that, you know, you actually fight in. Yeah. Um, like the yeah. Final Fantasy fifteen kind of battle system. But anytime like, an old-school battle system comes in where it's, like, turn-based, I'm like, no, nope, I'm out. This same. Is, yeah. Absolutely the same. And I would say any game over about... A game that's longer than 30 hours better be really, really special. Um, and any game over 20 hours has to be pretty special because I just don't have time. I have so. to really like a game now to, to like, put 30 hours into it. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, I keep looking at... Uh, well, I mean, that's, like, part of Death Stranding. Like, I mean, also, Death Stranding sounds terrible. Um, but in addition to it sounding you terrible... You can play an Amazon worker with a baby in a jar cliff. How is that not great? It's, sounds interesting, at least. It, it does not. It sounds I heard terrible. a 30-second elevator pitch for it today, and I was like, oh, I'm not going to play that. Yeah. Like, about the only thing that I've heard that sounds interesting about it is is apparently you can, like, leave ladders behind for other people like uh-huh. you can join like this like up to with other 30 other people and like that concept is interesting but it sounds terrible too um but that game's also like 70 hours long and i just i can't i can't commit to a 70 hour game i just can't um uh, no anyway dylan are there are there you're still mostly your younger self so <laughs> i guess think back 10 years ago 12 years ago I think there, in a are... way I agree with the JRPG thing. I think I find it surprising to play some games and see how they haven't updated the combat system. Cause I think yeah. there's a way to keep that <laughs> traditional combat system and kind of update it. And yeah. I'm surprised we haven't seen it. And um, as I'm excited for the new Pokemon game there, they've done a lot of things to the game that I think I'm going to very much like, but the one thing I think they haven't really touched is how you do the combat in those games, um, which I wouldn't be surprised if the next one, they might finally change. I, they might not ever change it because it's... Kind but... of what I've heard rumor-wise is that there's so many Pokemon and to do that many battle animations for yeah. that many Pokemon would just be too labor-intensive. Right. Um, but it's, it's interesting because I think there's so many abilities in Pokemon and maybe I'm not playing at a highly competitive level to know, but there's certain attacks that you just would never use. Right. Yeah. And of course those are when you have a low level Pokemon and they'll evolve and get, as they get to a higher level, you learn new abilities and you only ever have four, but it seems like for a Pokemon to know a 20 possible abilities, you never are going to need all of like yeah. you're not going to there's some of those that you'll never use and then there are ones that you'll want to choose and i wonder if there is a more clever way to i, I don't know um are are you buying it Dylan? Oh yes. Okay. And you need to bring it you need to buy it and then you need to bring it on one of your 19 new switches. Yeah, for um, sure. 
because uh, I, I I don't think I want to buy it, but I really want to play it. It see and and as I mentioned briefly earlier, since we're back on the subject, it it they've done everything to the game that as someone who played it since they were five has wanted like the fully 3d world where you can actually look around so you're not fixed camera anymore in that one angle so you can fully look around the pokemon are in the wild like you can see them like in let's go there are still some random encounters so you'll see little exclamation points in the grass and you can have a chance for a rare pokemon but you can actually see the pokemon uh, and things like that they've and one it it's in hd and looks fantastic which is something it's never been before so all those little things that i've wanted in a pokemon game for 22 years is finally coming true on friday so well, I'm, I'm happy for you dylan that's pretty exciting um uh, like i said I'm, I'm not sure it's my game but i'd like to find out you know yeah and it sounds like uh, they've streamlined the pace a little bit so you don't have to do the jrpg grind like the original games where you nice. would have to just run through the bushes find rat ratatas and fight them over and over for your pokemon to level up you don't have to do that anymore your pokemon will kind of level up at a a, a quicker pace so nice very cool Whatever. cool um next question uh kim cruz asks did blizzard just sweep the whole china controversy kind of under the rug after blizzcon or will we see changes to the yeah or will we see changes to the industry because of it and i think the answer is they gave a really kind of half-assed apology at blizzcon that dude's still suspended for six months i think yeah um I think that the news of a new Diablo uh-huh. and the news of a new Overwatch and the news of Hearthstone and WoW Classic and stuff just kind of, yeah. It, it, it was one of those things that in all of the gamer groups were like, oh, no, I stand with, you know, Hong Kong and all this. And then they're like, oh, wait, new Diablo. Well, I mean. That sounds know. pretty great. Yeah. I think the- oh, Overwatch too. Oh, okay. I mean. I don't I, like what they did, but I really want to play Diablo. But, I mean, that's probably not going to come out until 2021, 2022. So, by then, I'm sure they'll have all figured it out. I, I think that the the problem with this controversy in general is that there are, there are protests that you can look at and very clearly go, I'm on this side of that protest. Um and the Hong Kong one is, first of all, far enough removed from our country, and second of all, complicated enough that it's it's really easy to like go like yeah I'm all for Hong Kong and then go like well what are they what are what are they doing like what are, what exactly are they protesting for? Um, and also, it's not going to affect like I think people kind of go like well it's not gonna affect you know me or them if i just buy diablo exactly I, I can still give blizzard money yeah it's and so i think like to me i think that blizzard did the absolute least they had to do in order to to like pr this away um and really all it took was blizzcon well and also is uh modern warfare is still under activision right yes and activision owns who yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, I, yeah. I think the thing is, is people still bought that game. It's probably going to be the best-selling game of, you know, yeah. probably yeah. 
and that's the reality. I mean, I've already seen a couple of tweets that people are making fun of people that like, hey, I deleted my my Blizzard account and you know all my stuff, and I really want to play Overwatch again. Can I recover that and get all my stuff back? And they're like, no, you <laughs> you shouldn't get no. it back. If you would have just said, man, this kind of sucks, but I'm gonna keep playing. Like, well, at least be honest. Yeah. It's it's just you know it is what it is I guess so yeah no they should have done more and they didn't have to because I, gamers I, have no but people have no attention span right and to answer the question a little bit I think I think chances like this or things like this might happen and there might be better rules around this um, again giving people an open mic on some sort of stage is has the chance of things like this happening that companies then have to deal with and they don't want to do that. So something might change in the future for these sort of press conferences. Or it's not whatever. that hard to make an eight-second tape delay. Companies right. are corporations. Corporations, all they care about is money. Yep. So as long as they're making money, they don't care. Yeah, and that's n- not enough people left. Oh. But I mean, the reality too is deleting your Blizzard account does nothing because they already have your yeah. money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you yep. know, it's, and it's, people are it's still going to buy up Diablo the Four machine you already own. They're like, okay, yeah. cool. About a month, you're going to have to buy a second one. Uh huh. Yeah, that's the reality. So, uh, El Gordito Supreme, which is actually the most delicious uh, handle we've talked about today. Um, Dylan and I were talking know. about this the other day. Kim I've never eaten. That's a good point. Um, I've never actually eaten a gordito, and I kind of want to. Why would you get a gordito when chalupas are right there, and chalupas are delicious? Are they? Which ones are the chalupas? I don't know, but chalupas the, are the delicious. fluffy toasted yeah. uh, thing had I had. The, the authentic the fluffy Mexican. tortilla kind of thing. It's very hard All to right. explain. We'll go. They They're have like a vegetarian version of both. We'll like, get... imagine if you took like a Navajo yeah, taco kinda like... and kind of like just made it into an actual taco. Are, are they? Are they like small enough that I could eat one of each? I mean, Cliff. I think you're I, hungry enough. No offense, I've seen you, but I'm pretty sure that I could eat, eat a taco. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. I meant without looking like a glutton. Like, do I have to get one to go? Does so people it, are like, "Oh my god, have you seen what he ate?" Do you think anyone in Taco Bell is judging you, Cliff? Nah, probably not. All right, El Gordito Supreme, which sounds delicious, wants to know what goes into the perfect cookie: chocolate chips. I also like chocolate of some Just sort. Semi sweet chocolate chips or normal no. chocolate chips? No, I said two things and you said yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Cliff. No, it has to be. It has to be milk chocolate. Yeah, like the good. Uh, is it Ghirardelli's? Is yeah, that who makes a good one. Yeah, yeah. Um, people, people in blind taste tests always say that they like semi sweet the best, and they are wrong. They're milk stupid. chocolate all the way. Gonna, I will tell you. I'm going to go with uh, butterscotch chips. I do like butterscotch chips too. Like yeah, well, chips. I like I like How white about, chocolate chips a lot too. Chips I've of some sort. Never had a cookie that I did not like. Also, um, I got some gluten free ones. At, did you uh, eat them all? That's not a cookie. Though. I did not actually because oh, wow. um, they were kind of weird. <laughs> um, like we got them at Disneyland. Uh, we were driving back and we we're like, we should get some cookies so we have something to snack on in the car. And we got them. We're like, these have, these aren't bad, but they have kind of a weird consistency. Yeah. And. Then we ate another one. We're like, these are, these are kind of strange. And we got them home. We're like, these are weird. And then we're like, oh, they're gluten-free. So I'll tell a um, real quick story about my gluttony. So I bought two donuts once. and I That ate doesn't the, sound very gluttonous. Oh, just wait. I ate the okay. apple fritter. And I'm like, this tastes kind of weird. It's got kind of a salty 
like taste to it. But it was actually pretty good because you got that kind of salty sweet thing going. Yeah, yeah, I can find that. And then I got to you know the the donuts that have the just like the sugar, not like powdered sugar, but the actual sugar <laughs> over it. And I took a bite of that and I'm like, Oh, this is real salty and I took another bite and I'm like, This is super it's salty. Still salty. And I ate about half of it and then I licked it. I'm like, oh, this isn't sugar. This is salt. And I mean, I ate half of a salt donut before going like, this is just a little too salty. I was, I was, every part of my being was hoping you were like, oh, this is salty. And then you're like, and I finished it anyway. I ate half of it. I didn't take the first bite of a donut covered in salt and went like, oh, this is awful. I'm like. I can still probably eat this. <laughs> I had a blueberry fritter this weekend, and it was delicious. Mm, cherry fritters. Good. Cherry fritters. Yeah, are cherry fritters are good, too. Um, uh, the the best cookie I've ever had in my entire life uh, was made. actually made by Colby. Yeah, it was spectacular. And I don't remember anything that was in it except, like, white chocolate, cherries macadamia, and, chocolate. and marchino cherries. Those they were delicious. Oh, it was, as I recall, I'm like, give me the recipe for this. He's like, it's like $20 in ingredients. I'm like, um, make me more. Yeah. <laughs> Could you just make more for me? They were delicious. I also really like, have you ever had a spectacular fruit cookie from Whole Foods? No. They're real good. Super good. This sounds anyway. like more of your hockey puck food. <laughs> no, it was not. Your it was not a protein pucks. Puck. Uh, no, they're they're huge, and um, they're just like a sugar cookie that has all sorts of like dried fruit in it. They're real good. Um, final question from Benjamin C., who used to work with Dylan and I, um, but now he lives in Ohio, Iowa, somewhere one of those one of those flyover states. Uh, he says, "How long before Todd Howard comes out and just says, well, we farked that one up? Sorry." Um, in relation to what? Because there's been a lot. Just Fallout? In <laughs> Fallout general. 76. Uh, probably Fallout 76 and maybe even specifically Fallout 76 private servers. And <laughs> I would guess that Todd Howard is enough of a sociopath um, as many, many C-level type people are to go like, I, we've done nothing wrong. What are you talking about? We built the game you wanted. Why don't you love us? <laughs> so I could be wrong, but he does not seem like a guy who uh, is going to come out and go like, man, we really screwed this one up. Sorry, guys. Fallout 6 will be way better. Todd Howard's worth $15 million. He doesn't care. Yeah, he does not care. <laughs> Absolutely does not care. Um, I don't even know if the company cares. Like, people still bought it. People still play it. There are people that paid $100. Stop playing it. A, it's actually a good game, though. It really is. Fallout 76 is. Fallout 76 is a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. Um, I found out, like, this week that my dad not only has, like, a level 126 <laughs> character, but he also paid $100 to have a private server to play in. So... <laughs> Hey, whatever. I do enjoy that there's now class warfare in Fallout 76. I actually had that as a story last week and then read it, and it's really stupid, so oh, yeah. whatever. Um, yeah, I, it's Fallout 76 is fine. It's, like, if you like Fallout games, it's a pretty good Fallout game. And I think it's going to be better next year when they actually add in the, uh, like, NPC characters, so... Whatever. It's not great, but it's it's fine. But Todd Howard's... Like, the best you're going to get out of a Todd Howard is, uh, like, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> what's what's the, the wrong way to do an apology? I'm sorry that you, you didn't felt... like the game? <laughs> yeah. I think that's what you're going to get. It's just, I'm sorry you didn't like the game. Or, you know, 
we 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 the kind of the, the feeling is is we may have let gamers down and what we're gonna do now is here's but, the thing no. did they apologize for anything in fallout 76 no then no. there's i mean again they're they're making money they don't yeah. care yep anyway thank you for all your questions there's a lot of them this week this is going to be a very long podcast um you're welcome uh, Chief Free Games this week. Uh, there is one. It is called The Messenger, and it is on the Epic Game Store, and it's pixely and is samurai-ish. Maybe is the I thought The Messenger was the puzzle game. Does not look to be. It's a pixel game. It uh, let's see The Messenger on Steam. It is, as a demon army besieges his village, a young ninja ventures through a cursed world to deliver a scroll paramount to his clan's survival. What begins as a classic action platformer soon unravels into an expansive time-traveling adventure full of thrills, surprises, and humor. Ooh. So it came out uh, not long ago, August 30th. So this is a new game put up by Devolver Digital. It has overwhelmingly positive reviews on Steam and normally yeah. costs 20 bucks. So I was thinking of a witness. Oh, uh, the witness is the like the the one where you're the puzzle. Yeah, yeah, no. the island puzzle. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, doesn't everyone? The witness is really fun game? for about an hour and a half. I enjoyed that's it for about, about fifteen. Yeah, hours. No minutes. Minutes. Yeah. Uh, all right. So finally, we are to the end of the podcast for the most part, um, except for Troll Corner. We haven't done a Troll Corner in golly, it's got to be three since, months since Sony did something. Yeah, like, well, since Sony did, like, seven things, um, Sony's kind of pulled their head out, and it's, it's going all right. Uh, like I said, Dylan called this the Wally World and the Great Switcheroo Snafu, and I think that's a very, very good uh, description for it. So what happened is in our Discord, bitemepodcast.com slash Discord, uh, Dylan posted two links, and he's like, hey, these are a really good deal. You can get Captain Toad for $6.00. Or you can, uh, and I think uh, Civilization Six is like eight uh, bucks, like eight or nine bucks. And I, I loaded it up, and and so I went to to Walmart site, and the Captain Toad title is Captain Toad Treasure Tracker Special Episode Nintendo Nintendo Switch. And I'm like, cool. The picture is of the game in a clamshell. Yeah, you know, Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. I'm like, dope, cool. And it's six bucks digital delivery, and like. In my defense, sometimes weird sales happen. You exactly. Know? It seemed reasonable. No, especially on Captain Toad's whatever. Right. It's believable that you yeah. could get a fantastic deal on yeah. that game, maybe. Yeah. Yep. So I added it to my cart, and and uh, I'm like, hey, he said Civ was on sale, too. So I looked it up, and sure enough, there is Sid Meier's Civilization VI, all uppercase K H M E R slash I N D pack 2K games Nintendo Switch. I'm like, cool, nine bucks. Picture is of the you know Civilization Six game. Got both of them. Download them, had them sent to me, and uh, and I, I, you know, as I was installing them, like it said something in I think Captain Toad about like this being DLC or something. And I'm like, huh, okay, well, weird, but whatever. So I install both of them. I go to play them. They're like, hey, you need to own the game in order to play either of these games. (laughs) I'm like, son of a bunny. 
So I'm like out 17 bucks. And I, so I, I go back and pull up the pages. And sure enough, if you scroll down, so, so the way Walmart's website works is at the top, you've got the game, you've got three images, you've got the description, you've got the price. And then under that, there's a big thing that says, consider these popular products. And then they list a bunch of other stuff. And then below that is the description about this item. The first sentence in this is we aim to show you accurate product information, manufacturers, suppliers, and other providers uh, manufacturer suppliers and others provide what you see here and we have not verified it. See our disclaimer. <laughs> and I'm like, son of a... As of February 13th, 2019, you can purchase the Captain Toad Treasure Tracker special episode DLC. That DLC would have been really a nice thing to put in the title, title of this product to continue your journey with 18 new challenges, including five brand new courses. I'm like, well, crap. So, all right. So then I go over to Sid Meier... And I'm like, okay, scroll down past everything. And, and on Sid Meier, I have to go past, consider these popular products and shop thousands of deals now to get to the description. We aim to show you accurate product information. It's so terrible. Second line, Jaya Varmen 7 leads Khmer and Daya get a, mm, get a Harja leads Indi- Indonesia in Sid Meier Civilization 6. Well, okay. Uh, okay, is that good? Is that are these players? No mention of DLC. There is not a single mention on this entire page of DLC. It is also the DLC. Right. And so, like, so, shame on me. I should have been savvy enough to catch this, knowing like but, I know they called the tech Captain Toad thing special episode, but it just did not even register. And, like, it's so that, misleading. I think that's my point. Is I buy a, a lot of games. You buy a lot of games. We're on a video game podcast. We know a lot about games. And so for both of us to go like, oh, yeah, that's a pretty good deal. <laughs> right. Because um, what I did, too, is, like, I just Googled, like, every once in a while, I'll just do Google, like, Nintendo Switch deals, right? And it literally was, like, popped up in, like, the the pictured, like, search results for, like, shop on Google where it would be like, yep. this is a thing you can get for this amount of money. And I was like, that looks like a fantastic deal. That's a that's a new Nintendo game, and you even get it the the digital download, which they occasionally will do that. Like yeah. you can occasionally get like a great deal on a digital download from Walmart or something. So it ah, so frustrating. Yeah. I, anyway, I emailed them because I tried to do a return, and they're like, "You can't return this <laughs> dummy." Screw you. Um, and so I emailed them, and I'm like, "Hey, you know, like." It says I can't do a return, and like that's fine. What I would really like for this interaction is to get my money back, but if I can't do that, can you at least go change this page because it is blatantly misleading? And the the person I was talking to was like, "Hey, you know, thanks for reaching out. Walmart appreciates you. You know, blah 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 blah. You know, maybe you should just reach out to your credit card company and see if they'll reverse the charges on this." And I'm like, "Is that, um." Okay, is that part of your training? Because that doesn't seem right. But They're like, we're gonna shoot straight. Like the credit card will refund you, I bet. And and I have not done that because I mean, like, yes, crappy. But I mean, I guess maybe I shouldn't feel bad about stealing seventeen dollars from the Waltons. Um, All I'm hearing is if someone wants to get Cliff a birthday present, the Toad game and Civ Six are at top of his list. Yeah. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, because I own the DLC for both now. The Toad game um, is great. Anyway, um, so I wrote go. back. 
I wouldn't know. I wrote back and I was like, okay, cool. Like, yeah, maybe I'll talk to my credit card company. I'm like, can you fix these product descriptions? They're like, yes, don't worry. We'll make that a top priority. That was this weekend. It's now Wednesday. So apparently top priority was... Does not mean anything. Cliff, do I have to explain to you again when someone is humoring you? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> anyway, um, so I don't know. Don't buy cheap DLC from Walmart, I guess, is the moral of this story. Yeah, um, maybe just don't buy anything from read Walmart. More, That's probably a read better Read more moral. about this stuff. Scroll all the way to the bottom of the page and <sighs> see if you can next. I tell you, that would have helped me with Toad Treasure Tracker. I'm not sure that would have helped me with Civilization yeah, And that's sex. amazing. So... Anyway, that's uh, I think that's our show for this week. Um, you can follow us uh, on the web. If you go to BiteMePodcast.com, you can get us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at BiteMePodcast. You can uh, do our Patreon at Patreon.com slash BiteMePodcast. You can talk with literally all three of the people on this podcast are in Discord all the time. You can go to BiteMePodcast.com slash Discord. You can talk to Colby. His Ooh. name is uh, Princess Triple Trouble on there. No, no that's, that's, that's Carter. That's Carter Cliff. I get them very confused. He's he's Princess Squid. Squid. Princess Squid. It's good. Um, it's only been my nickname. Can, I mean, minus the princess for the last, I don't know, I'm going to go with 24 years, Cliff. Long time. So. Long time. Um, you could, uh, Colby sometimes is on Bite Me Podcast DLC. We haven't done one of those in a while. We should probably do more of them. Probably. 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 Um, you can also listen to our other podcast that Colby and I do, which we should also do more episodes of. Probably. <laughs> probably. Called OMG Watch This. The, the, I just want like, everyone to know I'm not the problem here. It, he is absolutely not the problem. Um, the six episodes we have of that podcast are pretty good, though. You should go You should go listen to those. Right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, any Anything? You could. Uh, you can watch us on... Uh, Twitch at uh, uh, twitch.tv slash bite me podcast. Do you have anything you want to plug, Cole, because you're not here very often? Uh, this is the first time, so by very often you mean ever? <laughs> it's it's our special three-year anniversary we brought Colby episode, Colby. We've been waiting for this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I got the notice 15 minutes before when I was hey. at Target. <laughs> and you called and I'm like, did someone die? <laughs> he literally did. He's like, you don't ever call me. Is everything okay? I'm like... Yeah, I mean, sure. He's like, why don't you just text? I'm like, I'm driving. Like, you know, it's a thing. Anyway, <laughs> so thank you for coming, Colby. We appreciate You're it. You're welcome. Adam's dog sick. We might call you again. I'll try and give you more than 10 minutes notice next time. I'll be here. Perfect. You will get Dylan? exactly 10 minutes notice. Maybe 12. Anything else, Dylan? Nope. Can you make your cat meow? <laughs> that was Dylan, not his cat. He's finally napping after he was trying to walk on my keyboard the entire time. <laughs> He's a good cat. All right, He's Dylan, lead cat. us out, sir. Bite me. Bite me. Bite me.